Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is July 1st, a brand new month, and we will be reading paragraphs 1419 through 1426 today. And it is the feast of Junipero Serra, a great uh, saint. Oh, sorry, blessed Junipero Serra. He was a great... Uh, priest in California in the 1700s. Um, so we are concluding our in brief section on the Eucharist and starting with chapter 2, the sacraments of healing. And we'll, uh, we'll get into the beginning of the sacrament of penance and reconciliation today. So very exciting. We begin as always in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Having passed from this world to the Father, Christ gives us in the Eucharist the pledge of glory with him. Participation in the holy sacrifice identifies us with his heart, sustains our strength along the pilgrimage of this life, makes us long for eternal life, and unites us, even now, to the Church in heaven, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and all the saints. Chapter 2, The Sacraments of Healing through the sacraments of Christian initiation, man receives the new life of Christ. Now we carry this life in earthen vessels, and it remains hidden with Christ in God. We are still in our earthly tent, subject to suffering, illness, and death. This new life as a child of God can be weakened and even lost by sin. The Lord Jesus Christ, physician of our souls and bodies, who forgave the sins of the paralytic, and restored him to bodily health, has willed that his church continue, and the power of the Holy Spirit, his work of healing and salvation even among her own members. This is the purpose of the two sacraments of healing, the sacrament of penance and the sacrament of anointing of the sick. Article 4. The Sacrament of Penance and Reconciliation. Those who approach the sacrament of penance obtain pardon from God's mercy for the offense committed against him, and are, at the same time, reconciled with the church, which they have wounded by their sins, and which by charity, by example, and by prayer, labors for their conversion. Roman number one, what is this sacrament called? It is called the sacrament of conversion because it makes sacramentally present Jesus' call to conversion, the first step in returning to the Father, from whom one has strayed by sin. It is called the sacrament of penance, since it consecrates the Christian sinner's personal and ecclesial steps of conversion, penance, and satisfaction. It is called the sacrament of confession, since the disclosure of con or confession of sins to a priest is an essential element of this sacrament. In a profound sense, it is also a confession acknowledgment and praise of the holiness of God and of his mercy towards sinful man. It is called the sacrament of forgiveness, since by the priest's sacramental absolution, God grants the penitent pardon and peace. It is called the sacrament of reconciliation because it imparts to the sinner the love of God who reconciles. Be reconciled to God. He who lives by God's merciful love is ready to respond to the Lord's call. Go, first be reconciled to your brother. 
Roman numeral two. Why a sacrament of reconciliation after baptism? You were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the spirit of our God. One must appreciate the magnitude of the gift God has given us in the sacraments of Christian initiation in order to grasp the degree to which sin is excluded for him who has put on Christ. But the Apostle John also says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. And the Lord himself taught us to pray, forgive us our trespasses. Linking our forgiveness of one another's offenses to the forgiveness of our sins that God will grant us. Conversion to Christ, the new birth of baptism, the gift of the Holy Spirit, and the body and blood of Christ received as food have made us holy and without blemish, just as the church herself, the bride of Christ, is holy and without blemish. Nevertheless, the new life received in Christian initiation has not abolished the frailty and weakness of human nature, nor the inclination to sin that tradition calls concupiscence, which remains in the baptized such that, with the help of the grace of Christ, they may prove themselves in the struggle of Christian life. This is, this is the struggle of conversion, directed toward holiness and eternal life, to which the Lord never ceases to call us. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.